Podcast and episode number nine of Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald. We are not your normal, out-of-touch, CBS Network type of podcast. So if you came to get real with real people like you and want to get down to business, then you came to the right place. You see, we're on a mission from God. But if you prefer to watch a major agenda pushing Alita spitting food into his mic, then tune us out and uh, order takeout. I threw up in my mouth a little bit. I am the beard, Kirby Smith, and introducing to you the star of the show, the man who is as tall as a 12-year-old and the head of a newborn baby's butt, my sidekick and partner in crime, all the way from Houston, Texas, the bald himself, Mr. Scott Schaefer. Say hello to my little friend! You know, I would think one of these days uh, it'd be nice to get a, a good introduction. At least you could throw the, you know, the lead major in front of my name. Uh, <laughs> but what, what else would I expect from a guy with a mullet on his face? Oh. Man, that sucks! <laughs> wow. But uh, it, 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 as serious as I can be, Beard, you know, I'm, I'm very excited to have our last guest of 2018 on. But before we do, I think we should warn him that at times during our show, um, Doug, when Beard is speaking, um, and I'll just use the example, uh, pecan, like the nut, pecan, pecan. Sometimes sometimes with the hair, it gets kind of tangled in the tongue and it comes out like pecan. So I don't want you to you know, run to the restroom or think he means anything different, but that's just one example. Um, so nonetheless, I'm going to ask everybody out there um, to subscribe to our show on Acre.com, and then please, please, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere and anywhere that you can. So uh, without further ado, Beard, I'm ready to get this thing going. Okay. Well, well, hey, before we do that, you know, and I was thinking, in the honor of giving over the holiday, I'm going to give you what you might be your only Christmas gift of the year, Paul. Uh, I'm going to let you do the intro of our guest, despite the ass-whooping I've been putting on you this past year of 6-2. Uh, to two. I i am genuinely thankful for that <laughs> ass-bag, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not normally, uh, you know, the charity-receiving type. Um, I love to give, but, uh, you know, anybody that's listening or, or even those that uh, have listened in the past, continue to listen, or maybe a new listener – they obviously know that you've stacked the deck. You know, all these, all these guests either have no. beards, they either have beards, they're married to beards, um, you know, they're jealous and want a beard. I don't know, but uh, I'll I'll go ahead and take take this offering. This you time. think I've rigged this, huh? I hey, you know, I don't you're, think it. I you're not, know you're not it. going all Stacey Abrams on me over here in Georgia now, are you? Well, I'm going to hell. Wow, no, 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 no Stacy today. Um, like I said, I, I'm going to take your offering, um, but the fact that you have a white bush on your face makes me feel like Santa definitely visited early. <laughs> and uh, God knows our ratings seem to do better when I'm in control, and, and I'm sure our next guest would agree. Um, but with, with, with all the pleasantries now dispensed, 
Um, I'll bring you all the way from McHenry, Illinois. Is that even a town? McHenry, Illinois. Wow. Our next guest, men and women, if you love machines, horsepower, speed, or all the above, maybe you just want to have a flipping good time, you're in for one heck of a holiday treat today. <laughs> Our guest is the owner of Big Kid Power Sports, and he's just a big kid himself. He is a husky. <laughs> A Husky, Husky, Husky graduate from Northern Illinois University. He refers to himself, well, the, the things that I can refer, that he refers to himself on this kind of show is a marketing adventurist, eBay specialist, and logistics artist. Wow. <laughs> Friends, please welcome to Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bob, the CEO of Big Kid Power Sports, Mr. Doug, is it Hein or Hein? Hein. Uh, Hein. Uh, like like ketchup, just like about ketchup. The, yeah, without the Z. All right, yeah. let me do that again then, because I I, I don't want you to do feel. Uh, I don't want you to now feel. Now I'm thinking ketchup. Now I'm starting to get a little hungry. Okay, <laughs> well, well, hold on to that uh, that that hunger for one more second, ladies and ge- gentlemen. Here's the CEO of Big Kid Power Sports, Mr. Doug Hine. What's up? <laughs> And welcome to the show, Doug, and thanks for coming thanks. on. I really appreciate it. So, uh, well, before my little helper tries to take over the show, I want to make sure that I uh, make mention. You and my wife went to high school together back in Barrington, Illinois. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. All right. And so she wanted me to make sure I said hello for one. All right. Yep. And that she will drive up to Illinois and kill you if you give me any dirt on her. So, so the first question of the day is, what do you, what do you got on her that I can use? So the only oh man that goes way back. The <laughs> only thing, so my only memory of Abby and I was Uh-oh. that we were both <laughs> we were both like the tallest people, the two you know two tallest kids in middle school. Oh really? Okay. So we had a uh, and this is this is the way I remember it. And I don't know if it really happened this way, if this was like something I've made up over the last thirty years or however long it's been. I guess we technically dated for a week. A week? But I was super I shy back then. Like, just this mousy, scraggly kid. Uh, I didn't talk to her for the whole week, and then we broke up. <laughs> so, did you I don't dump, know if that technically did means... Did you dump her, or did she dump you? No, she dumped me, yeah. Oh, That's man. She's I a heartbreaker, isn't she? I didn't, I didn't talk to her for an entire week, and then I was too shy and too scared, and then... Uh, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much my only memory from then. All right, hey, good. Hey Doug, I, I was watching a podcast the other night um, to see what what's going on. Obviously, I, I try to stay in touch, so to speak, um, on how others are doing their show. And and yeah. I was I was five minutes into this major disappointment of a show before I turned it off. You sit on a throne of lies. Um, have you been on any other podcasts? And uh, what has been your most memorable experience until now, of course, on any of those other shows? So the other stuff that I've kind of been with, and I guess, I mean, it would be Facebook Lives is pretty much what I've been on before. Okay. So, like, the podcast thing, obviously, it's the same type of deal. It's an interview. Uh, you just don't get to see our faces, though, you know? So Right. So I've been on a couple uh, Facebook Lives. We got a local uh, uh, marketing agency around here, uh, Bobby Bainey, Think Big, uh, Go Local. I was on hers. We talked about uh, 
just all kinds of goofy stuff that I've done in the past as far as marketing and um, and then there was another uh, uh, Cindy with Remax uh, re, uh, an agent in the area and she does like an around town type uh, thing you know kind of Sesame Street meet your neighbor type people uh, okay. so, Sesame uh, Street yeah, that reminds me a lot of beard yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, when I was doing Bobby's, it was pretty much the same time of day, but I was the only one at the shop that day. We were doing it Facebook live. So I told her of like, I'm going to get interrupted. And I know that And <laughs> just so you're ready. Um, yeah, sure. Shit. Halfway through. Hey Doug, yeah. did you just say Bob it? Uh, no, I, I just, I just got really, really like Crazy. timid and Aired and curled up in a ball. Did you, did you really just say Bobbit? No, Baney. Oh, okay. Hey, and by the way, I you know I like to do research on our guests, so um, I I did see some of your Facebook uh, pictures, uh, oh, photos, yeah. and even videos. And can I just say two things? One, I can definitely see why Abby dumped you. Oh um, no, man. And, and two, and two, please don't take offense to this, but. Um, because I think this is awesome that you'll be more comfortable on a show like this because there's not going to be any feed of your face. Yeah, that, that's yeah. probably I, – I do feel a little more relaxed. Awesome. So that might that's, be it. That's a lot like Beard. See, that's why we don't do our, our video. Well, there's a reason it's called Beard and Bald and not Bald and Beard, so anyway. <laughs> so what, 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 what was your most memorable experience on that? Anything uh, uh, negative? Interrupted. Or? So just yeah, interrupt I pretty her. much quickly dealt with a customer live on her Facebook stream and then went back upstairs to the quiet spot that I was in, which I thought I would not be interrupted at, and then quickly dropped my phone, dumped the feed, and it went – if you watch this live feed, it pretty much goes back and forth with full screen of her and then half screen of me trying to figure <laughs> my shit out, and it goes back to full screen of her <laughs> It was a train wreck, but it was exactly what happens around here all the time, so it was real. <laughs> <laughs> and that I predicted that it was going to happen. Right. So it was coming. Well, we're a little bit different than most podcasts, uh, especially like uh, you know the one Scott referenced earlier, Mr. Uh, Garrett's Fancy DC Cuisine Show, uh, where you get to see him and his liberal guest spit cuckoos all over the place. Um, you know, seriously, most of the people in America and our listeners are eating rice pilaf from a box, so nobody really cares. Uh, but you know, we are different. So let's move on. Um, I have to ask, and Scott had just made mention about it, and it's in your uh, title, what is a marketing adventurist? So I'll be honest with you. I had to Google that and my name to see where the hell you guys found that. <laughs> and that is on my and see, we, and we get in depth, man. We dive into uh, our guests. Yeah, which is good. Sometimes I get a little nervous. I'm like, oh man, what's you know, what's somebody gonna ask me? And but no, you did some research. I had to research myself, so that was we're, good. We're podcast guest adventurous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so that what I meant by that, and I guess it still hangs on there pretty good. Of just like I, anything marketing related, I try it or come up with something or play off of something that's going on. So I'm not scared to like try something and see if it works. If it flops, it flops, but at least now we know that, okay, that wasn't right. That wasn't the right avenue to go down to find our customer. Right. So yeah, it's like a little adventure, you know, you just start messing around with everything that's available and 
some of it works, some of it doesn't. But if it flops, you, you move on, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't get hung up on it, and right. you know, you look back at it, and you're Jesus. I don't know how when, I thought when, that was. Even when Scott happen, took the adventure to shave his head, how come he hasn't grown his yeah. back? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, well, hey, Doug, your words, not mine, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, I believe you were referencing uh, Beard's actual forest face when he said, "Hang on to certain things." Or hang <laughs> yeah. on to um, but seriously, I see you have a bunch of videos, um, and I'll just re- reference them as how-to videos on your website. Yeah. Yep, um, yep. Maybe we should try to show how to shave video. Could you help me? <laughs> Where to go, a hole? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. we do some real basic stuff, so I think that would fall into it. There'd be some. Right. And, I, and I definitely don't need any assistance, but I can definitely think of somebody that does. <laughs> yeah, I can oh, see that geez. working out. <laughs> Bring up a good point on the how-to videos. Has that worked well for you? And you know, when yeah. did you start doing those how- how-to so videos? So the how-to videos kind of started a few years ago, and those are those are all YouTube. Um, and it, anything like, obviously ours all revolve around power sports, but like simple, simple stuff that you would think everybody who's in the sport would know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Even like checking oil or something and like the hits that we get and the calls and the messages and stuff that we get off of some of these videos is, it's crazy, yeah. which it's, it's good. Obviously it's makes it look like I'm a professional and I know what I'm doing. So that's, that's good. <laughs> Well, no, and, and I, I think you're right there, and I think you hit on something, you know, in, in marketing a lot of people don't know. And I think video uh, is really, you know, well, it's been around for a while. YouTube's been around for a while, but whatever. Some of the platforms out there, algorithms are changing, and we're seeing much better reaction to the videos than we are, like, normal post or audio or right. what have you. And, right, right. Uh, but, you know, get, you know, from a marketing standpoint, I think it'd be a pretty good point because I think that, you know, how-to videos is basically like you giving away value for free. Right. Uh, a small, a small piece of something, and you know, we've done that with some of our clients. You know, um, yeah. You know, it's like on the construction industry or the roofing industry, where it's like, hey, you know, show people how to do this small little job, um, and they'll right. remember that because when they go to Google it or you know, look on YouTube, whatever, they'll remember your name, and then when you know the hailstorm comes through, you'll be the first one on the top of the top yeah. of the list because you right. were one displayed some type of expertise, and then two, you gave some value to somebody. So right, yeah, we got one out there that uh, it's probably our best one is removing um, axles off of a uh, Polaris ATV, which is just, it works for any kind of ATV that's got this style axle in it, but uh, in the video, it's literally just how to do it. Um, the little tagline at the end is, you know, if you got any other questions or let us know if you need help further than this or if you're looking for parts or whatever. And, um, yeah, I mean, the number one phone call off of that is, do you guys sell axles and how do I get them? And, yep, you know, there you it go. Works. Yeah. Well, and we believe that all, you know, not all marketing platforms are for all businesses. And as an adventurist, you said you've tried them all, or you've tried most or a lot of them. Um, and I think, you know, you really have to find out what works for your industry, your customer's target profile. Right. Um, so I'm going to go down a little bit different angle here. So tell me who is Missy, and is this a calculated effort on you to reach <laughs> your target profile? Um, uh, do you, and let's, let's be realistic, your industry, your automotive, your power sports, yeah. whatever, um, you know, there's not, I remember as a kid going with my dad in the garages and farms and yeah. stuff like that. You always have the pin-up posters and stuff like yeah. that. Um, right. You know, and Missy's an attractive woman, uh, right? right? And you, you, got, you guys mentioned her to, you know, check her out, whatever. Um, let me ask you this. Do you, you know, one, is it, you know, again, 
calculated effort. Two, do you catch more slack for it now, especially in this Me Too era, or do you feel the benefits outweigh the negatives? Yeah, so I every time, again, obviously, uh, a woman in a bikini on a motorcycle, right? you know, it just it obviously works. Like, I don't do it that way. Like, I, I've got two daughters, and yep. the stuff that I put out there, put out on Facebook, obviously, everyone sees it. And I, whatever angle or where, however you meet me, um, I'm I'm the same person in real life, Facebook, Big Kids page, wherever you're seeing me, that's just, that's me. Um, so I'm not like that. I don't really, I'm not into that kind of right. angle and stuff like that. Um, so when we were doing, uh, we had a trade show in Milwaukee and it was, it was trade show style, uh, show. We were a vendor there. Uh, and we've been doing that for years. Um, you know, your 10, 10 by 10 booth and everybody pays a shit ton of money to be there and trying to stand out in the show that everybody looks the same at. Um, the only thing that we hadn't had was a woman or a lady there and like handing out cards. Two right. dudes standing in the booth is different. It works. Like guys come over and talk to you. Ladies come over and talk to you. Kids or whatever. Uh, so that year we decided to find a spokesperson to help us out with that side of things and be at that show. Uh, searching around on Craigslist, like Missy popped up, sent me an email and I talked to her through email a couple times, and then we were like, all right, well, if you want to do it, you know, come to the show or whatever. Uh, we were selling T-shirts uh, with our slogan on it and stuff, so I'm like, I got T-shirts, I got a sweatshirt. She's like, well, get me a, uh, like, a black, boxy woman's shirt. She's like, all right, done, we'll do that. Right. Um, so, I mean, she had that and jeans on, but just... Uh, her personality of like, well, obviously you've seen her on the website and the way that she like carried herself and talked to everybody, it was completely different than just two Joe Schmoes standing in the booth handing you a card. Right. Like she was talking to guys, she was talking to the guys' wives and kids and people are taking pictures with her and it wasn't like, I mean... It wasn't like she was, like, scantily clad. Right? I mean, it's, she right, picked right. out her own outfit. It's stuff that she would wear just, I mean, it's just normal clothes. Um, but it was super interesting to see the difference in, I guess, two guys standing there right. and well, Missy and I, being there. I mean, it was I, interesting. I, I mean, let's, let's, let's just be realistic about this. I mean, I, you know, I'm going to say the sex sells, right? I think you can, you know, but, you know, I think women, you know, and I don't know how to you know put it, but you know sometimes people are more you know prone and open to speaking to a woman than a guy or what have you, and I don't know why that is. Yeah. Uh, but you know, and even when we see it, we put stuff out on Instagram and LinkedIn for us or clients or whatever. We seem to get more hits one way than the other, and it's like, wow, that's just kind of weird and odd. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just a bunch of creepy dudes out there or what have you. Yeah. Uh, but and I uh, think the other part of it that that was interesting to me was that like I, my wife, I didn't really feel like she was the right person to come out there to do that. My partner's wife at that time, she wasn't really the, like, 
it wasn't after that we were after somebody's specific look, um, but Missy had the background of being like, uh, like she was a shot girl and uh, other spokesman type stuff. Right. So she had already had that kind of background to her. So she, I mean, she knew what she was doing. I, for the, I met her in the hallway before she came into the booth, and that was the first time I met her face to face. And I mean she's like, all right, give me these three pieces of information that everyone's going to ask me. It's like, all right, here you go. Boom. That was it. Like yeah. she took off for the rest of the weekend and it was <laughs> ridiculous. Good. Yeah. Good but deal. standing next to her in the booth, uh, dudes are super creepy. Yeah, I bet they are. Yeah. Like I had no idea. I felt bad. I felt awkward. Like, I'm like, I, I had no idea that this was going to be like this. I apologize. She's like, no, this is like normal. Yeah, this is of about how it works. Like... And this is how I know how to do it. I'm like, okay. But it was well, I'm, I'm learning all kinds of new stuff. I mean, until today, I I hear the word Axel and I think of Guns and Roses. Yeah. <laughs> and on top, on top of that, Doug, just let me uh, reinforce one thing that you said um, on your videos, your how-to videos. Yeah. You, you definitely look professional, unlike somebody else that I know. Um, I mean, you're clean shaved and um, very presentable. He's and, trying to butter you up for the end of the day. And, <laughs> and look real good. But, uh, you know, all that butter. We, we need to get into uh, a little more depth. So we're going to talk a little bit about your story, if that's all right. Yeah. Um, I did I did hear you say that uh, owning big kid power sports is the most, and I'm going to put this in quotes, um, audio quotes, if you will, the real job. This is the most real job that I've ever had and you so, know did well, you just did you just air quote right now? I just air quoted bro. You did that in, <laughs> down there in Texas and put your fingers up in there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Well we can kinda of do whatever we want in Texas. Um, <laughs> the rest of, the rest of the country knows that. So um, you know I'm just gonna share this. I hope it's okay, but I mean shoot man, you you went to flea markets, um you know, you sold and, and, and you've already talked about, you know, going to trade shows and trade shows and this and that. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm a big believer and, and I know Beard is that, you know, there's a lot of people that are business owners who share that common DNA. You know, they're cut from the same cloth. And do you think the drive or desire to make money at a young age is a common thread uh, for most people who become successful? And if so, how has that affected or influenced you? Yeah, I mean – most of the stories you hear is that someone started at a young age of like, like you could tell, you know, um, and not necessarily like they've always been a business owner or entrepreneur or what, but you know, I got a lot of customers that have, you know, regular jobs and they hustle and flip stuff on the side or part stuff on the side on the side and just are always Facebook Craigslist and listening to them. It's, it goes back it's just part of their yeah, part of their DNA and just how that person has always been. Um, but yeah, I mean, growing up, always kind of selling and seeing the behind the scenes of a business of marking up things and making money. I mean, it all boils back down to that. So I think that has a lot to do with where I am at today. Is that you? Yeah, that you're at a young age. So how how young were you when you were uh, you know selling in these flea markets? So kind of tell me about that. How did that happen? You know, what were you? Selling? Yeah, my 
my parents, uh, my dad worked at Dominic's, and uh, they would go to um, antique auctions, and then uh, he would get all buddy-buddy with the guy, the auctioneer, the auction house owner or what, and he pretty much was like, anything that didn't sell, just put it in a pile and I'll buy it. And uh, that kind of started things rolling a little more than uh, actually being at the auction. Um, and then he was taking that stuff, hitting up flea markets, reselling that. Um, and then, I mean, I've grown up always at a, he ultimately left Dominic's and just went into the flea market thing. And the inventory has changed over the years. Um, but they always seem to have slipped from whatever, you know, one inventory just kind of morphs into the next inventory and whatever we were selling at that time. But I guess, yeah, I've always grown up around selling and have that connected as how you make money. Right. No, that's fantastic. Well, hey, guys, I don't mean to interrupt. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Um, but we do need to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll jump back into the show in two minutes. That's okay with everybody. All right? Good. good. I got to take a pee. Better get another beer. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back in uh, two two. Welcome back to Biz with Beard and Ball. We have with us Mr. Doug Hine from Big Kid Power Sports joining us today. Uh, so, <laughs> so tell me about uh, Big Kid Power Sports. How did you get into this business, and what is the tangible differ- differentiator between you and your competitors? And by so, the way, I love the name Big Kid Power Sports. Yes, it worked out nice. So, uh, when we originally started, it was BK Boat and Sleds, and okay. uh, it was a partner and I. Uh, at that time I was doing my own flea market type thing and flea markets have kind of dried up. So I had moved to eBay. Uh, so I was messing around with a lot of different kinds of inventory selling on eBay. Um, and then my partner at that time, he had a, well, air quotes, real job. I did the fingers in the air too on that one. Nice. So he had moved back up, uh, to this area and had bought a snowmobile his snowmobile he blew it up so he was looking for parts for his snowmobile and uh searching on ebay for stuff uh and realized that his snowmobile was really worth more if he parted it out rather than him fixing it with the parts that he could find um so he was more the mechanical power sports side of things and uh i was the ebay kind of marketing side of things yeah Yeah, so we did that that worked out right you know that worked out really well so then we started hunting out snowmobiles to do that too Uh, and that kind of was a weekend type deal picked up some boats here and there same deal so that all kind of started and then uh, that was in my garage and then we quickly outgrew my garage moved into another place and then uh yeah, we kind of expanded from there. 
over time dropped uh, dropped boats and got more into just the power sport side of things, snowmobiles, dirt bikes, ATVs, motorcycles, and then uh, started doing service probably four years ago or so. Do you think a large part of that growth success was uh, due to your abilities uh, to know how to you know utilize e-commerce? Uh, yeah, and there's other places in the – I mean, there's other – places in the area that do essentially what we do um and uh thinking of another place here like if you went to this guy he always had it but right. the reason that he always had it was that he wasn't online or anything he was just waiting for the next guy to come into the shop and buy that Inventory and there was yeah. yeah the stuff was gold it's just beautiful pieces of like it's if if you put this on ebay it disappear you wouldn't have it anymore right which is a problem i mean not a problem but a, something that i run into i get people asking me all the time hey do you have this do you have this do you have this and my answer is like a majority of the time is no just because i moved through this inventory quickly and it's out there some guy walking through the door might think that it's just people through the door Right. But, I mean, you've got the rest of the world on eBay looking for it also. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, that certainly helps. Well, Doug, here's the deal, man. You you know we do – I mean, this is this is one of the things we do. But as far as our, quote, unquote, real professional lives, um, you know, we, <laughs> we coach and consult, you know, entrepreneurs, CEOs, executives, et cetera. Right. And, and you know, that can, that can be pretty costly. Um, so here's the deal, man. Uh, just I know we just met, but I just feel it in my heart. You know, you being the marketing adventurist that you are and, and us being the, the coaching adventurist that we are, um, I'm not going to charge you for this. But uh, <laughs> Sweet. You give away free value, right? Yes, I don't, I don't know how valuable it is. Well, be, be, be prepared. Two words. You ready, Doug? Yeah. Missy.com. Do I have to Google that right now? No, yeah. no. I'm, I'm telling you yeah, to use right Missy.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man anyway um you've owned a business in a great state or not so great state now of illinois for some time <laughs> yeah yeah and, and i can only hope that uh business and sales are, are going up uh as quick as a cell phone tax rate there but yeah. <laughs> um for you Gas but, tax. Uh, it's for really you. taking a hit has everything it? tax yeah, yeah. I can go outside and take a deep breath of fresh air and probably get a bill for it in a little bit. <laughs> well, on that note, has the climate, no pun intended, changed so much that uh, you're preparing your business and managing, you know, the things that come along with that, you know, risks any differently now that you can't control? Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of the thing. It's Most of the stuff is you can't really control it. I mean, you could vote for who you think is going to be the best help and ultimately though i i kind of just focus on the business and like a couple aspects of that that you know that you can control and i don't really i don't get too wrapped up into the politics side of things just because like i, I ultimately i don't know if it really matters you know like right you live here and you're doing this goal and plan is to just to keep doing it so you got to roll with whatever's going on and you know if uh, an import tax hits you hard i don't know then it's got to ultimately be just wrapped into something and 
continue. Right. Well, don't feel bad. I mean, down here we import people, right. <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're wrapped up in all kinds of stuff. We won't yeah. even get there. But uh... Uh, well, hey, Doug, as business owners, business owners, we all make mistakes, right? Um... <clears throat> Finally, an honest statement there from you Beard <laughs> on biz with Beard and Bob. It's like that thing on your face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, very funny. Um, so what was the biggest mistake you have made, and what advice would you give to someone who's starting out or thinking about starting a business? Probably not to do it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think the biggest thing that everybody gets wrapped up in is, like, the, the home runs. Like, we, you know, around here, that's really the only thing that you talk about is, like, the time that I bought a snowmobile from this guy, and it was in his garage, and he didn't know what he had, and it's it was a home run deal and you made a shit ton of money off of it. But nobody likes to talk about the sides where, you know, you thought you were getting a good deal and it worked out where you didn't, you just broke even or you, uh, you know, lost a little money right. as a whole. Obviously it works, but yeah, it's the non glamorous side of things that, uh, there's going to be some times where things do not go the right way. Right. And usually when that happens, at least the way I feel, is that if one thing goes bad, chances are there's another couple things coming. So prepare yourself and, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, being an entrepreneur and everything else. I mean, that's kind of like the glory word right now, right? Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. And the reality is, you know, hey, we live in a great time. in this in this right, day and age, can. right? Yeah. You know, if your grandparents wanted to make extra money or your parents wanted to make extra money, they had to go get another job and that required, you know, trading right. dollars for hours. Now, right. like you said, and you may mention earlier, you can have a side hustle on the internet and you know, right. you know flip some stuff here or what have you. And right. if you want to start your I own want to business, be an Instagram influencer. Like, yeah, right. I mean you could do you anything can, now. But yeah. be prepared to not be, I guess, like yeah, and understand, you know, and that's what we try to coach people and say, listen, you, you can do all this stuff. At the end of the day, it's still business, and you have to run it right, and you got to be prepared. And yeah. you know, if you think it's all glorious and, you know, having your own business is, oh, I, you know, I get to, you know, do my own hours. Well, guess what? I mean, I was up till you know, 11 o'clock last night working, and Saturday I spent about six hours working. And, you know, I've right. worked, you know, I don't know how many right. days straight I've worked without, like, a full day's right. break. No, I mean, so. it gets to the point where you've got to remind yourself that, like, you got to stop at some point here. Right. Well, and Doug. But you got to love it. Hey, hey and Doug, uh, you got to remember, curfew is part-time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but in all seriousness, I'm getting fired up, and I know we're going to we're gonna burst this thing out in 2019, but, I mean, you know, I'm going to put it, just kind of take what you guys are talking about and, and put it in these terms. You know, there's posers and entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, you know, and <laughs> – and we're gonna we're gonna really deep dive in that. But um, Doug, you mentioned competition earlier, and in the spirit of the holidays, um, and you know, Santa Claus, you know, he doesn't have any competition. But on your website, you make it a point to state this, and here comes the air quotes with the Longhorns. Woohoo! Um, you keep your sleds. Huh? How'd you like that holiday reference? All you right. keep your Working sleds out. on the trails for a fraction of the cost. Right. So, knowing that Santa Claus doesn't have any competition, but you sure do, and it seems like you sure have a, gr- a good grasp on the on the comp- uh, competitors within your 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 market segment. Do you do you put much effort in analyzing the competition? And if so, um, 
how and what is your industry doing? So, I mean, first of all, you've got to at least pay attention to who else is out there. Like, you can't just be here in a bubble and focus on your deal and just either assume or not even address that there's other people that these people can go to and see. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I check in on Facebook and stuff like that to see what everybody else in the area is doing, even places that are a little out of our area that actually, you know, big eBay sellers or focus a lot on used parts. Um, and I try and stay a little bit ahead or close to them as far as what they're doing. Um, not necessarily like copy anyone or like really not, they don't really affect me as far as what I'm putting out there, but yeah, there'll be something on Facebook and be like, wow, that was a really cool post. And you know, couple right. weeks from now maybe I'll do something a little similar to it um, but yeah it's do you communicate with the, your competitors a lot or not or uh, it... th- I do yeah yeah, okay. yeah. like I said like I however you run into me is that's just I'm talking right. to you like I talk to customers I talk to my doctor this way like whatever it doesn't matter to me I don't give a shit so right. I agree with you 100% we're talking yep. yeah I mean you know, people get so hung up. Everyone's so damn competitive, but they don't yeah. understand when you start turning yourself off to people. I mean, I had, you know, I this morning I had a conversation with a gentleman out of Florida. We have a lot of similar things that we do that he does, but there's some things sure. we do differently. Sure. Now, if I would have been like I see some other people out there and some other competitors I see out there who just basically turn themselves off because they are afraid that you're going to come in and steal everything, you right. know, you're never going to you know see these types of opportunities. Then I see these people constantly struggling. I'm like, you know, hey, guys, there's enough business out there for everybody. Yeah. We're all small potatoes. Right. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? You give yeah, some like, value to somebody, and they're going to remember that. And, you know, yeah. who knows where that might lead. And, you know, we're working on a business deal in Florida right now and because of that, you know, with a competitor. And I'm, I'm fine with that. Right. And there's times where, especially snow business season, people, you, you're chasing snow. You need snow to have a good time with these things. And, obviously, time frame, people have got trips planned. They'll hit you up for a part or something, and if you don't have it, I mean, I don't, there's no big deal, and either I can get it for the next day if I can, or check out this guy, he might have it on the shelf, or I saw a post the other day that they've got a bunch of them, just go check that out, or go find it from this guy. Everybody knows who everybody is, so I think it all works out. Hey, in, in, in the spirit of, of working together, I'm going to put you in touch with all the snowmobile retailers down here in Texas. How are you? <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's going to put me on the map. It will. It definitely will. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, Doug, man, you've been an amazing guest. Um, I just want to thank you for coming on today. Yeah. And, uh, Thanks before, for me. Hey, before we wrap things up, um, you know, and talk any further about your middle school breakup with Abby or um, <laughs> how ugly Kirby's beard is and unprofessional opposed to your how-to videos looking good. Um, I, I just, you know, enjoy getting to know you a little bit and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and plug and ask people to take, take a look at all the Facebook uh, posts and YouTube videos uh, for your company, um, Kid Power Sports. Cool. And, and also let them know what a fun place it is to work. Um, and on that note, um, is culture important to you? And how much effort uh, 
as a as a business owner, do you yeah. put in your culture? Yeah. So my probably two biggest things that I would worry about is uh, first off money. And I mean, realistically, who doesn't really worry about money a little bit somewhere along mm-hmm. the line? Uh, and people being mad at me, like I can't sleep at night if I know that I goofed up and somebody's mad at me. So I just try and be nice and understanding and, uh, I don't know, just a normal person to everybody. You know, if something happens and I goof up, what's the point in coming up with something, tell, you know, telling a tale or something about what happened? No, I just, you know, I goofed well, up. No. Yep. I'm a person. I goofed up. Uh, so I, I, I handle the shop that way also. Like, I've got a couple mechanics. Uh, obviously, if I goof up around here, I can kind of hide it through something. If we goof up on someone's machine, it's pretty obvious. So right. uh, everybody who works for me knows that, and it's, I mean, you know, we're good at figuring it out from there. So obviously no one wants to be in a hard spot and be alone or something. Like, okay, now figure it out. Uh, so, yeah, if uh, a problem or anything pops up, we're all on the same page. We'll stop doing whatever we're doing address that situation and then we're just going to figure it out from there so i think that helps in everybody here knowing that like just do the best you can and you know if something happens we're all here on the same page it's all of our yeah. problems ultimately so well, and i think that's key because i i see and it might have been a more older mentality that i see in older businesses and stuff like that it's just you know you mess up you get fired and it's yeah. just like, you know, right. that is so old school. And you right. know, now you know I'd why you're I'd have to fire too. myself every other day. Exactly. I mean, are you willing <laughs> to fire yourself? Because a lot of this stuff, you know, I, you know, we always talk about self-assessment. I've preached on the show before. But, you know, if someone messes up, there's a good chance it's partly your fault. I mean, you hired the person, right? Right. You're the one who right. trained right. them and what have you. So, uh, right. you know, it's your policies and procedures that they're following right. or not. They're not following any because you don't have any place. Um, right. You know, so it's partly your fault. So I agree with that. So you know, keep that up. That's that's fantastic. But yeah, um, it's I just try and I'm just the same person wherever we are. So yeah, working here as a boss, same as if uh, you know we were hanging out somewhere else. So I try and keep it light. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're we're the same way, man. This is who we are. So when people yeah. hire us, uh, they hear us on the show. This is what you get, man. So. Right. 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 <laughs> Well, Doug, I think I can speak for both of us that this has been a pleasure, and we want to thank you for coming on as our last yeah, guest thanks. for 2018. Yeah, that was pretty special. I didn't really pay attention to that. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is, but yeah. <laughs> that was uh, cool. Yeah, so just to let our listeners know, uh, you will hear Doug again as uh, on episode 10. We'll be doing a 2018 hashtag biz with beard and bald rewind show, and bald and I will be pulling clips from our first nine episodes. Uh, and guests and sharing with you our take on the show and how those bits of advice will benefit our listeners in becoming better business leaders, entrepreneurs, and what have you. Yada, yada, yada. Awesome. Uh, so thanks, Doug. For, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Well, hey, Dougie Slay Trails. Uh, my homeless-looking <laughs> friend may have told you, but uh, there's one last question I have to ask you. And uh, Chewy's feelings get hurt because he and other fuzzballs are discriminated against in the workplace. <laughs> we are. Supposedly. Um, so he has created this little game on our show by loading the deck every week. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, 
Geth answer the way uh, he wants them to. I mean, the way that you want to. <laughs> so I never get to host the show. But uh, I know you'll do the right thing today, Dougie. And, uh, I mean, I'm not just saying that because I'm going to hook you up with all those uh, retailers. Yeah, <laughs> snuggle deals. Um, but uh, what's it going to be? Is it going to be uh, the roadkill hanging on to its much uh, long-lasted uh, wave uh, face and just give him the truth today? Or is it going to be um, you're going to hang on to that furry face? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> and, uh, hey, hold on. Just wait a minute. Wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. One second, bro. <laughs> depending on what you pick. Now, this is where the pressure comes in, man. <laughs> now, depending on what you pick, beard or bald, this answer, this is very important, will determine who hosts the show next week. It is a rewind <laughs> show, so be careful about that one. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. Hey, and, and I, I've got to be fair. You know, beard is up six to two. Um, six to two. So that's six stack decks to two. Um, <laughs> so, so, Doug, here you go. The floor is yours. One last question. Beard? Or bald. And the beard is super cool though. Nice. Super cool beard. But <laughs> uh, I've done the bald thing. I can rock the ball. What about bald? You just blew my mind. Damn. Oh man, now I know why I have you broke up with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doug, this has been a blast, man. I really appreciate you yeah, coming on. Uh, excited to listen to you. Uh, we'll pull a cool segment out of this to put on our uh, last episode. Hopefully, have you back. Um, yeah. Anything you want to add or plug before we take off? Uh, no. I wish it was a little longer. I could round out the rest of the deck, but now I got to get back to work, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> You're that much fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there you have it, friends. Do not forget to like this show and send us some feedback, and make sure you subscribe on Anchor.com. Uh, this show's in the books, but never fear. Beard and bald will always be here. So until next time, same bald head, same beard channels. Good afternoon, and thank you for listening to Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald. Have a successful day. Hey, Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald fans. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It was brought to you by ACS Executives. Let me ask you something. As an entrepreneur or business owner, are you tired of struggling with running your business? Do you feel you can drive more revenue, improve your profits, and run more efficiently if you had a little help? Well, you are not alone, and there is a solution for you. Like many small businesses, as the owner, you wear a lot of hats. And why wouldn't you? You started this thing, so you're very careful and particular about it. Well, at ACX Executives, we do a deep dive into your business to help your business grow revenues, improve profits, acquire capital, and run more efficiently. We just don't point out problems. We help you resolve them through our family of companies and the solutions they provide. We share some of the best practices and processes and coach you and your team through them. Our suite of quality products and services will help you get there quickly and smoothly. That's how we ensure your success. So visit us at acsexec.com or call us at 1-800-495-6505 and schedule a free 30-minute consulting assessment. Have a successful day, and we hope you enjoy today's episode of Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald. <laughs>